episode 57, Move Well Functional Movement Rehab. I'm your host, Dr. Justin Trosclair, and today we are Dr. Todd Pickman's Perspective. Join 2017 Podcast Awards-nominated host, Dr. Justin Trosclair, as he gets a rarely seen look into the specialties of all types of doctors and guests, plus marketing, travel tips, struggles, goals, and relationship advice. Let's hear a doctor's perspective. Well, welcome back to the show. Gonna have a good guest for you today. We're gonna talk all about the seven core full body functional movement patterns that you should be able to do, plus all about his move well system. And to be honest, we go in the end of the interview, some really cool marketing tips that we haven't really heard before. It, it, one of them is meeting people at the grocery, but he's got a, such a different twist to it that you, you just got to listen to it. It's going to be good. Next week starts our five to six week acupuncture series. So excited about that. Also, my own needless acupuncture will be coming out very soon. I hired a strategist, so we had to rework some things and it delayed everything. But that's okay. If you're going to put it out, put it out right the first time. You know what I mean? As always, I save most of my announcements to the end of the episode. So after the episode, just kind of give a quick listen and you'll hear what else is kind of going on in a doctor's perspective world. Well, let's not wait any longer. All the show notes can be found at adoctorsperspective.net slash five seven. Let's go hashtag behind the curtain. Live from China, a doctor's perspective podcast. Today on the show, we have a Dr. Todd Pickman, chiropractor, Move Well University, author, product developer. Welcome to the show. Hey, thanks for having me all the way in China. Absolutely. Well, I can't be more happy to have you. I, I saw you on Facebook. You created some products out there called Move Well, and it's a system. It's a book. It's this whole thing. And so I had to find out, okay, how did this guy, A, get into chiropractic, and then B, turn it into everything I just talked about? So give us the, the, the short version of the catalyst for all this. Sure. Okay. Well, the short version, I'm going on my, I've been practicing over 15 years. And so I'm in my 16th year of practice, I guess you'd say officially. And for several years, I, I was very strict with doing Gonstead technique. So I was adjusting. That was my only trick that I had. And so I was forced to get really good at it. And then from there, I branched out and I started looking at what else I could do for patients. I started looking at things like posture and curve correction. I found chiropractic biophysics, got really into that. That was huge and kind of opening my eyes and really getting me thinking on some other things. And so, and then I, I, I put that into practice and I still felt like there was a component that was missing with patient care and that was measuring and addressing movement. And so now at this point, we've, we've put together this model of segment posture movement where we address all three of these components in a chiropractic arena. And I really never put this together with the intention of teaching this to other people or sharing like all of our secrets, but that's what we did. And some advice I got from a good buddy of mine, Dr. Chad Wolner, who started something called Cairo Funnel Secrets, he's really good friends with Russell Brunson, is Chad Wolner told me, he said, Todd, when you put something together that you're going to give to people and create value, you have to give so much stuff it hurts. And so, and so that's basically what I did is I said, okay, all of my best stuff we're sharing. And that's what we did is we built out this whole tried and tested protocol of how to put corrective exercise into an existing chiropractic practice or even a startup chiropractic practice. And now we have over 60 plus doctors using this all over the world. It's gone outside of the U.S. We got a guy 
people in Canada. We have someone out in Australia. And even though I don't even, I don't even advertise outside of the US, but it's spreading and it's grown very quickly. And, and then basically like what it is, is it's filling a void that, that, that is definitely there in chiropractic, which is how do you do this? How do you put corrective exercise in practice? I was looking for a solution and it didn't exist. So I had to create the system for our own clinic. And that's basically where we're at today. Okay. So CBB, I thought they came with, I think they're like the wobble chairs and these little foam thingies that you'd lay on for a while. And the whole point was to restore curves and they had like their own procedures and exercises. So they don't really have the exercise, like active exercise component into that system. So CBP, chiropractic biophysics, doesn't necessarily do wobble chair. That's more like a Pedabon type of thing. Okay. Um, and so Pedabon and CBP has a really interesting history where they were together initially, the founders, they, they branched off and CBP went into the direction of let's find research, let's, 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 let's conduct research. Uh-huh. And to date, they've done now more research in any chiropractic method in the history of our profession, which is huge. Uh, their focus is understanding spinal biomechanics and coupling patterns and curve correction and postural patterns. Their whole exercise part of it is more of, more of a postural corrective exercise, totally necessary, needed, but they've kind of dabbled a little bit in some functional stuff, but haven't put together a really detailed program like what we did. Mm -hmm. Um, and that's not really their forte and what they're trying to do either. I mean, they, I mean, they really own what they're doing. They do an excellent job. I'm a huge advocate. Right. Um, uh, and, and the cool thing is, is their doctor training facility is eight miles away from our clinic. And so there's doctors who come in town for like a week at a time to go through a week long CVP seminar and they swing by and they visit our clinic as well because they're looking at functional exercise and they can kind of like, kill two birds with one stone when they're flying out here to Idaho. Yeah. And if you've been doing it for a while, you start realizing like there's that extra component, that long term. If you don't want the curves to come back, if you want these people to be fully functional at their job, at their sports, at their kids, playing with their kids, they need that extra extra component. And instead of going out and spending all this money and learning some kind of seminar, they can pick up your book and learn what to do. Sure. Uh, sure. And that's, and that's, and that's something we did is I went through and wrote a book called Move Well Secrets that you can get it here. I'll give a shameless plug. You can get it at movewellsecretsbook.com. And I'm doing a free book thing. So you basically just pay shipping and we've shipped them even to Beijing. And so, and so they're shipped all over the world. So that's how you pick up this book where I share all the secrets. We put 18 chapters together. It's a quick read, but it gives a bird's eye view, like a thousand foot perspective of like how to, how to do this whole thing. Uh, w- one thing I just wanted to also clarify, yeah. um, basically about kind of our, our whole, uh, role, like our whole place in this chiropractic ecosystem is that something that we're not trying to do at all is, is teach curve correction or teach postural correction. CBP's done that. They do an excellent job. That, that, that's something that, that's how I was trained initially, um, my background, I've always been a fabricator, inventor. I've been a welder. I, I, I used to build engines. I've done all kinds of stuff. So I'm just a creator by nature. I, I did that before I even got into chiropractic. And so for me, it's like I look at what, what's out there and what's happening and I'm always tinkering and trying to improve it. And so that led to us inventing a different type of cervical extension traction. And, 
and and so what we did is is uh, put together a type of home care that patients can use. That's 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 just a alternative to what's out there right now. Mm-hmm. And we've been using it in practice for for several months. It's extremely effective. And we opened this up to the chiropractic community just recently. And um, it's something that I think is going to really do awesome because we're getting great results with it in practice. It's very predictable. And you can adjust how gentle or how extreme you want to integrate this. That's that's a separate company we started called MoveWell Rehab. Okay. And um, and so that's just kind of like another offshoot of this. And, 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 and mind you, all of this stuff didn't happen because I was trying to create a program and create a product. It was like stuff we did for our own patients in our own clinic. Right. And then, and then other chiropractors and friends of mine said, like, can you share that with me? Can you tell me more about it? And, and then finally, it just became this thing where, well, at the end of the day, you only have so much time. And so for me, it was like, well, if I'm going to, if I'm going to dive, dive in and put the time into this, I have to be able to charge for that to offset with the fact that it's taken away from patient care. Um, and so fortunately in our clinical model, we have other doctors, we're expanding our clinical model so that I don't have to be seeing all the patients myself. And I could put more time into something that's really a big passion, which is, which is inventing and teaching and designing and producing content. Well, I had a conversation, uh, episode 50 with Dr. Ed Osborne, and that's what he was saying was like, where do you find out this stuff to do? And he's like, well, people keep asking me questions. And instead of answering it a hundred times, I was like, I can just create a program for that and answer it once and then just sell off the answers. If, like, if people are asking that often, there's a market and you're Absolutely. smart enough. I think you're smart enough to be able to say, okay, how do I package this so that it one benefits me, but also benefits patients and benefits people all at the same time. So there's lots of neck products out there uh, to help restore the curve. When I guess we don't have to spend that much time on the product. You're seeing that it sure. works. You've had, obviously with, with CPP, you've you've used a bunch of different kind of products. You've tweaked it and you've made it your own. So we'll just leave it at face value, like that. There was a reason to create something different, and people can definitely check that out. Like you said, to to learn more about it and buy a couple, see how it works, and if they get the results that they're looking for, boom, they're going to become you know, long-term clients. But my question is, what's functional movement? What What does that mean to you when we're talking about cool. move yeah. well, functional? I don't know what any of that. What, what does that mean to you at least? Yeah, yeah. And that is and that is a great question. I, I think that's even the name of a chapter in our book. Let me just see real quick. What is functional movement? It's chapter two. So <laughs> chapter two is what is functional movement? And so let's just see what I even said in this. So what is functional movement? The current state of exercise. I know this is a podcast. We're doing this on Skype, but I'm showing it on the screen right now. And so it, it, it's really in a nutshell. It's a word. It's a phrase that's been used. That's kind of one of these like really cool phrases now that everyone throws around. They're like, I'm going to be functional. Let's be biohackers. <laughs> yeah. Right. Right. And, and, and so technically what functional movement is, is it's that there's, a handful of movement patterns that are just natural to us as human beings. And there's some different systems out there. I think the best system out there that really leads this is functional movement systems started mostly by Gray Cook, Lee Draper, uh, Brett Jones, um, Greg Rose. These are PTs and chiropractors and strength and conditioning people. So it's FMS, functionalmovementsystems.com. They're an awesome group. Um, that was a huge inspiration of mine, but there were still some things missing as far as how to put this into a chiropractic practice and how to really explain it to chiropractors, make it jive. So what is functional movement? 
there's there's seven basic human movement patterns that we should be able to do. It's it's coordinated movements, um, and so Squats. for example, yeah, squat is one of those patterns. That is the most advanced pattern. That's a uh, what's called a triple flexion movement, and ironically, that's what a lot of personal trainers and stuff look at with a client as their movement assessment. They take the most advanced, complicated thing and they try to derive a bunch of information off of one thing, which is extremely flawed. It's better than nothing, but it's extremely flawed because there's six other movement patterns that you're missing. And if you don't measure it, you don't manage it. You know, it's like that quote, what gets measured gets managed, right? So seven, seven different patterns. There's cervical pattern, shoulder pattern, a flexion pattern of the whole body, an extension pattern of the whole body, rotation pattern, single leg stance, which is like a cross crawl movement and a balance mechanism, and then squatting. And so seven different patterns, those have to be tested. Those have to be broken down as far as if someone can't perform those to a certain level of criteria. And if they can't, then you got to figure out why can't you move well, which is another, I think that's another name of a chapter in our book. But, yeah. um, and, 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 and then from there, you have to break it down and figure out why exactly can't you move well? And there's three reasons why someone can't move well in a nutshell. It's either a muscular problem, a joint problem, or a brain problem. And those things have to be figured out. So either it's it's some kind of tissue is not allowing to be flexible and extend properly. A joint is fixated or restricted, whether it needs to be adjusted or certain exercises to get more motion in the joint, not necessarily an adjustment, but more of a mobilization. And I don't say that to mean like gross manipulation because I'm, I'm not a gross manipulator. I'm a specific chiropractor. Right. Um, but then the third part is brain. Is it, is it a motor control issue where we have all the flexibility in the world, but our brain doesn't know how to get from point A to point B properly. And so that's, that's a programming issue. That's like, the hardware is okay. The software doesn't work. Mm-hmm. Okay. And so those are the three reasons people can't move well. And, and for several years in practice myself and a lot of other chiropractors out there in practice don't even look at this stuff at all. And the problem is patients, patients can get the best adjustment in the world. They can get the best postural correction in the world. And if they're not measuring or managing movement, you're really not going to be fixing people to this level. And if you think someone else out there is going to do it, like, a, a, a physical therapist or a personal trainer or whatever, you're rolling the dice, you're sending your patient out to this wide world and you're adding all these cooks to the kitchen. And you know how that goes when you have too many cooks in the kitchen, yeah. the food tastes like, yeah, like it's not, not so good. Right. So anyway, so that's my long answer to your question of what is functional movement? Well, it makes sense because, you know, chiropractors were adjusting it all day. You might get the next chiropractor who, likes hawk grips or some kind of thumb in the muscle, and they're going to break up the adhesions in that one area. And if they have time, maybe they'll look at another area, like the, the compensation pattern. But I think a lot of doctors are not really going to do that because they only have so much time. Let's focus on the area, blah. But then if you get one to get through both sides, all of a sudden, oh, wow, okay, now I actually can move better. And then mm-hmm. you can take it to the next level with what you're talking about and actually evaluate that next component and say, okay, but you still can't do a cross crawl. You still can't do whatever the flexion flexion uh, component is. So now we got to work and do that. So the program that you have will take you through kind of what to look for, how to correct it. And so that way you can kind of 
implemented in like a couple of weeks. Once you've kind of learned it, you can start implementing it and start charging either cash or insurance for rehab services. And so it's something totally. that people can actually make their money back on. True. Absolutely. Like several times over. And I mean, there's, there's so many components that, that in what you just said that I want to make sure I touch on is like, okay. one is how we practice and how we teach this inside of Movoy University, it's not with the expectation that the chiropractor does all this stuff themselves. It's that they build a team and they build an exercise department within their clinic. So they departmentalize their clinic. I have a chapter on that in our book about departmentalization as far as building an actual business model where you have different areas of the clinic that are rendering services and also, also driving revenue into the actual business of your clinic. Um, but number one is you're providing the service that patients need and you're not having to do it as the chiropractor because you have other people helping you. Now, now, granted, based on insurance or not insurance, you have to make sure you have compliant people doing this. And that's stuff we touch on in our program. But you have to make sure you can do that depending on what state you practice in or what country you practice in, right? Yeah, for sure. Um, and then the second part of it, as far as what you were talking about, is... I'm not sure if I forgot what you were talking about, but, 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 but basically how this whole program works is that, yeah, yeah, it's, it's this turnkey system so that someone can add it into their practice and it integrates with what you do as a chiropractor and it, it slightly modifies or I think expands on your message as far as where we fit into this whole ecosystem. It's that, it's that chiropractors are specialists of health and vitality and we do this primarily by looking at the spine. And if you really want to understand the spine and be able to take someone to the next level, you have to be addressing movement patterns because that all relates back to what's happening on a segmental level, which is where our chiropractic roots started. I'm going to switch a little gear on you here. Okay. All right. When we're talking about products, real quick with the product part of it, there's lots of things on the market that kind of mention that. Are there any ones that you've noticed that we should stay away from or that there's any fads going on that they're more here today, gone tomorrow. Don't spend your money on it at this point that you've noticed. That might be a hard question because again, you're calling out a yeah. company like, yeah, this one product's trash. I think, I think with that, I think, I think it's a fair question. And I would just say the politically correct answer to that is the way that we practice. There's, there's specific things that we use in our practice because we find that this cuts to the chase and it works very well. It's stuff that we share and we teach doctors as far as, okay, here's, Here's the exercise equipment we use. Here's the home rehab equipment that we use. Here's what so we recommend, recommend and why. certain products, like not yeah. just your own cervical one, but there's certain things you're going to have yeah. to purchase probably with totally. that goes along with the program. And you kind of like, these have been vetted already. Yeah, like like depending on how in-depth someone wants to go. We have okay. some doctors that are using like 20% of our, our, our system. It's helping them a ton and others that are going in 100% using everything. But there is there is a home mobility kit that we send our patients home with. And so it's different bands and lacrosse balls and trigger point tools. And that's all stuff that I have no interest in trying to manufacture that stuff. So we yeah. say, here, here's where I buy it from. You go to lacrosseballstore.com and buy a million lacrosse balls. And then here's what you use, you know, you know, so, so, so it's just sharing some of those resources that, that, you know, maybe if I was better at this, I would hit up all these places and tell them <laughs> they should give me a percentage of it. But yeah, I mean, yeah, really, yeah. but I mean, really at the end of the day, like, the reason I'm doing it is just to help these chiropractors have a solution. It's not necessarily so we can monetize every step of the process. It's just like, here's what we use. Here's where we buy it. Here's where you should buy it. Here's how we use it. Here's the videos that we made to train patients. Here's the protocols we use. Here's where this fits into Movo University. But the nice thing is, and I, this is more of the, the point of it, is there are some extra things you'll have to purchase. But we're not talking going out and outfitting an entire um, 
gymnasium with these eight thousand, no. ten thousand dollar machines. It's all things that you can. Fortunately, it, 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 it's super low tech equipment, and it's Perfect. very inexpensive. And in most cases, the majority of doctors can do a startup and get everything they need to get this rolling for a couple hundred bucks. And and I mean, if they really want to outfit an area to do exercise in house, thousand bucks for a ten foot by ten foot space, and you have everything you would ever need to be able to see two patients in there simultaneously all day long. And then as you need a scale, you need a little bit more space, but that's a question. That's also a number one objection that doctors have to doing corrective exercise, functional movement is the space objection, right? How much space do I need? I don't have enough space. And you know what? Like when we started off adding exercise, we had a little room and we just did it in a room and we tested it. We designed protocols. We started making this and then we had an opportunity to expand and take on more space. And now granted, Everyone's in a different situation, but a story that I share in my book too is when I was in New Mexico, because that's where I was at before I moved out here to Idaho, but when I was in New Mexico, I worked at this clinic called Gonstead Family Chiropractic, and we did Gonstead. You can guess by the name. And then and then next door to it, we had space, and we had this, this room that was like, I don't know, maybe 12 foot by 12 foot that we had full spine x-rays stored in. This is before we had everything digital, right? (laughs) So we had tons and tons. We had these triple stack steel racks where you had 14 by 36 inch x-rays, thousands of them. And so something that I did is I basically proposed to the owner of the clinic who I worked for, hey, if I move all this stuff and I pay for monthly storage, can I use this room to start doing stuff out of? Yeah. And so that's what we did. And And that's how I started with doing traction and postural corrective exercises when I first originally learned CBP. Yeah. So, so, so space wise, there's usually workarounds. If it, if it's something that's going to work and you have the option, sometimes it's taken on more space and people say, well, I don't want to do that. That's, that's risky. Or that means, you know, I have to pay more rent or whatever. It's like, if you go into this with a solid game plan, that's called running a business. Yeah. You know, it, 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 it's, it's scaling your business properly. And some doctors I've talked to, they've been so motivated and so excited about this that they're usually using this in, in the small space they have with plans of moving their clinic to a, to a larger location to expand. But you don't have to do that. You, you can do a small amount of functional movement in a small space. Most doctors can find the space to do it. There's a lot of ways to get creative. You don't have to have three adjusting rooms. You don't even have to have a doctor's office. Come on now. How much time are you spending in your office office? Like there's ways to, you know, if you have three adjusting rooms, put it down to two. Now you got a rehab. You could try it out. And if you feel like, wow, this is amazing. I really do want to have another 500 square feet and build out a suite for for this. Then go for it. That's what I think. Yeah. You don't have to jump dive. You don't have to dive into a new lease. Come on, people. For example. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Um, For sure. Switching gears a little bit. Doctors are struggling. They're, some of them are fresh out of school. Some of them just, they're struggling. You got any advice for these people to get out of the trenches for 2018? Totally. I would say have something that differentiates you from everyone else in the community. And so have, have a unique selling point. Um, f- as far as chiropractic, you basically have to really just, just understand how to sell what you do. And selling is not a bad word. So I would say invest in as much sales training as you can. Really understand how to, how to communicate and talk to patients. Invest in yourself. Um, once you get that, or at least start that simultaneously, learn systems. Systems that are reproducible is what works. And so that's how we've scaled things in our own clinic is that I'm, I am not the functional movement guru. There's people out there that know a lot more about exercise than I do. 
my thing is I know plenty, I know enough, and I'm the systems guy. Mm-hmm. So, so for me, I'm more of the guy that puts all the systems together. That's how my brain works. And I'm building this so it's, it's reproducible and it's scalable. That's my advice for doctors is to get into a, get into a system. And if you're fresh out of school, don't open your own practice. Okay. If you're fresh out of school, go and work for someone else who, who is doing it successfully, learn from them, and you can focus on your communication and your marketing and your technique and refining systems inside that practice so you don't have to take on the whole other burden of being a business owner as well until you're ready to do that if you ever want to. I mean, granted, for, for almost nine years or something like that, I was an associate doctor. I was in a great deal. I got reimbursed very well. I was doing very successfully. And there's times now I think, man, if I can go back to that, that'd be nice. <laughs> You know, well, so I definitely can could say that because when I have my own clinic and you screw up, that's on you and the reputation that that may pass on because people like oh, to talk man. about bad situations. Like I'd rather mess up on your dime than my dime. Look, oh, looking man. back, and, and and something else to say too. Like for example, even even yesterday, like yesterday, I have um, last night we get this negative. Uh, Google review, right? And, oh, it's, man. and it's like, it's like someone who knew one of our staff that worked at our clinic two years ago was writing this bad review that, that this last staff person was, was like asked to take down this negative review. And that, I mean, it was, it's, it's so absurd. It's like, for whatever reason, when you own a business, you, you have this target on you, this big bullseye on you where the rest of the world thinks like you're the man, you know? Yeah. And, and, and it's like, no, I, I'm just, taking a lot of responsibility and risk and putting a business together. And I'm just trying to support my family and support our staff and have a great thing going, you know, for a vision, right. but people attack you. And it's like, you, you, you have to have, um, there's a phrase I heard yesterday from, from, a, from a good friend of mine. She's a chiropractor. She said, you have to have a lizard thick skin. <laughs> you know, it's like, it's like super thick skin, but that's the stuff that people that don't own a business don't really understand is that it never stops and it's your reputation and it's so many things lie on you. You can take all that off of you and you can go work for someone else that's figured it out for as many years as you can make that work. Problem is that there's a lot of associate agreements out there that really don't treat the associates well. They cap what they can do. They don't give them a lot of growth. How mm-hmm. we've structured it is based on how I was in practice where the sky's the limit. You can grow your practice as much as possible. You can do very well. Everyone benefits. So, Is there a nice round percentage if somebody was like, okay, maybe I'll forego a sa- an official salary, but I want to get, you know, if I, if I see 20 patients, maybe I should get a percentage of that, 10% of collections or of, of everything that I do. Are there any numbers that people should be aiming towards to think that they know they got kind of a good deal or there's just too many variables? There's a lot of variables and that's something that for us even early on as far as explaining how we do our deal for our associate doctors, the first thing I got to tell them is that you can't compare apples to oranges because as far as how we operate in our clinic, we have so many other services that generate revenue that go into that doctor's pot of collections, which is based on how they're paid. And so if you're in a clinic where your only revenue that goes towards your collections is you're adjusting, well, then you need to keep a higher percentage of that. However, if you can go in and you have departments in your clinic that are generating revenue that all go towards you, then a, a lesser percentage makes sense because there's more overhead involved in that, but there's also a more stable practice model, easier to convert patients, and it's really a true business. It's not just, 
you in there yeah. as like the solo guy and, and like, you know, if you're not adjusting people all day long, you're not generating any revenue that goes towards your income. You're missing the boat if you're not doing rehab, I think, because there's that's double the money. If not, if not, yeah. if you, if there's no other reason to do it, you can double your money by just adding rehab. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and and for for so many years, like rehab was this like bad word because in in straight chiropractic, even in Gonstead, it was like we prided ourselves on we're going to fix everything with an adjustment, and then the reality is that's just not true. I mean, there's. There's so much you can do with an adjustment. I'm not taking away from that at all. Right, I, mean, exactly. I, 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 I love chiropractic and without the adjustment, there's a lot of stuff you can't do and all the rehab in the world is not going to fix it without the adjustment. Okay. So, so I'm very adamant, very pro chiropractic. I'm not one of these chiropractors that just thinks that. You gotta that, be a mixed tour. Yeah. Nice. Nice. <laughs> I mean, but, 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 but like the, the, there's some chiropractors that look at the adjustment as like just another modality and mm-hmm. that's, and that's really not how we communicate it to our patients or the community or how I look at it. It's that the adjustment is the epicenter of what we do. However, then now what I've done is I've made movement kind of our like spot where we measure things. That's like, that's like our main barometer on someone's health is how well do you move? And and then let's reverse engineer that and find out why you don't move. Right. Right. Your so, bedrock shifted, but the tools are still the same. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Okay. Now we can go with this question based on move well or on your own clinic. Give us a at least one good marketing tip. Man, I got I got a few. So I would say a great marketing tip is that, especially when you're starting off or if you've been in practice for a long time, is that business cards, handing out business cards is kind of dead. That's like old marketing. And there's marketers <gasps> who are like, hey, here's this great recommendation. You're going to go pass out business cards all day long. And hey, you should get a t-shirt with your logo on it that makes you ask something about like, hey, why do you have that t-shirt? Like, <laughs> that's cool, but that's so antiquated. It's that get with technology. Here's what I would recommend doing. One is build some kind of sales funnel, like use a pro, uh, software like ClickFunnels. That's what I use. And, and it it's awesome. Learn how to use it. You can put together a sales funnel, like a lead generator, and you could send people to that. But better yet, let's say you meet someone at the hardware store. They're wearing like a carpal tunnel brace or something. As you're checking out, you make conversation with them. You say, hey, you know, I couldn't help but notice that you're wearing this brace on your hand. What what happened? And then you engage and you start a conversation. They start telling you about it. And you say, you know what? That's something that I actually work at this clinic. It, we see patients like this every single day. And what we do is so unique and different. We're able to help people where a lot of other stuff is just a different approach. Sometimes it, 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 it fails. And then you kind of gauge their interest and you say, hey, tell you what, something, something I'll do is send you some free information about what you can do about your wrist. And then that way, you'll at least have my information. So if you ever need anything in the future, we're here for you. And then you get their email. Right. So you say, so immediately you pull out your phone, you go, okay, so what's your email? I'm going to send this over to you right now. And you literally open an email and then you have something drafted in your notes inside of your iPhone or smartphone. You copy, you paste it. Hey, it was great meeting you today. Here's the thing I was telling you about. You give them a landing page. That landing page, probably not your website, maybe your website, but that landing page now you build something that has something specific for someone you meet in the community. So it's something that you could easily build or at the very least, you just send them an email. Hey, it was great to meet you. Here's my information below and you have a signature below. Then you take that email and you put that into your ongoing communication email list where now you have blogs and you have content that you send out to people and so that that person's going to get emails from you periodically. Hopefully, they don't unsubscribe because you give lots of good content, 
And then they're going to think about you or periodically you're going to put little offers and things in there. So it's using email marketing when you meet someone in the community. That's my tip. I like it. And they said with the email, it doesn't have to, you, know, you may not be like, look, I got neck, I got low back. I don't have time or I didn't have time yet to make carpal tunnel. But you could always just say, okay, here's a template of, hey, it was good to see totally. you. I'll get, it, I'll get you the information that we were talking about later. But that way yeah, you yeah, just have, or, here's my information and then you just follow up. Yeah, yeah. Or, or it's like if you have a cool video that you make about your clinic and about how chiropractic works, you can just oh, educate yeah. them on on how the body works. Okay. Hey, 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 like you make a video. Hey, it was great meeting you today. And this is a video I thought was really relevant based on what's going on with you. So you make it like general, right? Yeah. And then it's like, here's how the body works. And then you like list a bunch of symptoms. So no matter if you have headaches or this or this or this or this, you can see that relationship with how your brain controls everything. Your spine is now the center that protects that delicate nerve tissue. And that's truly the pathway between the brain and all the organ cells and tissues in your body. So you can see now how your spine, your posture affects your overall health, right? Awesome. Yeah. So, you know, and, and you can have a video like that and, and put that together, which, yeah. you know, this is stuff we've done. <laughs> and I think we got, we got what, Chad Wohler, Sean uh -huh. Andrews, and Billy Sticker that mm -hmm. all do funnels. They all do chiropractic marketing. So just those three resources right there. You can spend a whole lot of money and <laughs> get a lot of good, amazing coaching. So you don't even have to like, well, how do I start this? You're like, just call these guys. Yeah, yeah for sure. They'll plug, yep, they'll plug and play. Absolutely. And, and, and someone else I was just chatting with this morning is a guy named Chris Burfield. Probably oh, yeah, him. Chris Burfield too. Yep, yep. I'm actually talking to him in about 10 minutes after we get off this, oh, yeah. this podcast interview. I'm going to have to yep. hit him up later. I've been following that guy for years but never really used him. It's kind of one of those things you're like, ah, he, he always pops up on your radar, but then you just haven't, yep. you know, whoever you bond with. Um, yep, for sure. We'll switch gears one more time. These are some of the questions I like to end with, and I know we only got a few more minutes. So I noticed you had a kid mm -hmm. and a wife. What are some of the ways that you can keep the passion alive so that you don't end up divorced and, you know, all that type of thing? Well, I'm still figuring that out too, my friend. But uh, <laughs> but but we just flew in yesterday from Arizona. We're out visiting my wife's family. We're out there for six days. So like unplugging and having some time where you can just, take take a little bit of time off i mean you're always on you're always doing stuff you're always doing little things here and there you can't completely shut off or at least i can't that's that's how i operate but you still at least have that time because yeah i mean right now it's it's i have a little boy he's almost two years old and i don't want to be that guy that's never there and, and absent so like today is is a what is it today friday um so like friday morning i December. hung out with him this morning and kind of got work done. My wife was able to go run some errands, go to the gym. And, you know, I was able to play with him kind of in between stuff I was doing. And so it's, it's, it's trying to do that and find that balance. It's tough for us because we have no family out here. Um, so it's my wife and I, we never had anyone watch him. Uh, it's just us. And so it, it's definitely challenging. I can't tell you that it's easy. Um, but I think it's really just having the understanding and having a very understanding family. Like I have an amazing wife that, 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 that is my partner with like a lot of these thoughts and a lot of these business plans and stuff. Like I run everything by her. She has great, she has great feedback, great ideas. Mm -hmm. Um, and you know, it, it's like having that support system. So I think first and foremost, it's finding someone that has similar values and understands that you're an entrepreneur and kind of shares that entrepreneurial mind. And if you don't have that, yeah, it's tougher. 
and every yeah. situation is unique. But um, I mean, for for us, it works. And uh, I mean, what we've been married for so be going on eight years. I mean, eight years going on a lifetime. So yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Was that a, a little mixed baby too? Yes, yes, he is. He is. He's actually half Vietnamese and then half half Todd. Yeah. Yeah, my, we're yeah. gonna have one of those at some point. Oh, cool! Half Chinese, nice. half American baby. I tell you what. Yeah, cool. Same thing with you, man. My wife is so like an entrepreneurial person. It's just put her in front of something, and I can just, hey, you got a, some advice? And she's like, da 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 da. I'm like, huh? I didn't think of that. Yeah. Sweet. <laughs> but yeah, anyway, nice. so the last question. We've all got our favorite books, podcasts that we listen to. We got our favorite phone apps that we like to use. What can you drop on us to gain some more knowledge? I mean, honestly, something I listen to all the time. I listen to my good buddy Chad Wolner's podcast. Okay, I, I listen to his. He's like 150 some episodes, and he's just a, a fun guy to listen to. He's so genuine, smart dude. So I mean, totally, just always promote him where I can because he's just he's just a real person. So his is the the um, Cairo Funnel podcast. And I listen to Russell Brunson's podcast all the time, which is Marketing Secrets. Um, the Movement Fix is another podcast I listen to. I, I follow Jeff Langmaid's stuff at the Evidence-Based Chiropractor because we use his He's stuff good. as well with how we reach out to MDs. Totally. Yeah. Also, super solid dude. Love Jeff. Great guy. Um, so, I mean, that's what I'd recommend as far as reading. I don't really read. You know, I don't have time to read. So, I listen to podcasts. I listen to audio um, if you follow Gary Vanderchuk, he talks about that, that like podcasts and like audio is the new video, you know? Yeah. Um, but somehow in that I, you know, even though I don't read, I found time to write a book, but <laughs> so, two different things. Yeah. Right. But that's, I mean, that's pretty much it. That, that and, and also too, I'll tell you one more thing, an app called Headspace, which is a meditation app, which is awesome. And then another thing called the muse, which is like a biofeedback process for meditating, um, I really think it's important to have meditation built into your morning ritual, your morning routine. Uh, that's something that at least three days a week, I do a solid morning routine. And if I have a good week, I do it more than three days a week. But I wake up early and I meditate and I go through and I stretch and I do my neck rehab at home. And that's how we teach our patients to do this as well in this program that we built internally in our clinic called the 12 week transformation, which is part of Movo University, but I won't get into that right now. So anyway, <laughs> back to Any you. Okay, how are people going to find this? Are there any promo codes or anything like that? Yeah, yeah. So, so, so main thing, as far as for the book, it's movewellsecrets.com. So that's that's one main one to jump on. That's how you get our free book, movewellsecrets.com. If you want to find out more about kind of everything we're doing, you can go to movewelluniversity.com. And then a third thing for our neck traction unit to find out more about that, that's movewellrehab.com slash awesome. So movewellrehab.com slash awesome. If you go to movewellrehab.com without the awesome, that's the patient training site that they get access to so they know how to use the unit once the doctor prescribes it and make sure that it's appropriate for that said patient. Nice. That's cool. Okay. Dr. Todd, you brought it. Thank you so much for explaining your program. That was one of those things I was looking at and I was just kind of like, all right, I got to get this guy on because I'm curious about it. You got to scratch your own itch sometimes. So I really appreciate you being on the show. Absolutely. Well, thanks for having me and hopefully we'll hook up in the future.
I've got some new things to talk about. Of course, you can always review us. Give us that five-star review on wherever you listen. But I got four new t-shirts. You know, there's chiropractors, some of them that just like to adjust. There's some like me who do rehab and, you know, decompression and cold laser, things like that. And we call us straights versus mixers. So I created some mixed tour shirts. Uh, They're supposed to be kind of tongue-in-cheek. Hope you like them. Also, the Atlas I have to remove the dins, so therefore, check that out. Maybe you'll like that better. Today's Choices Tomorrow's Health Book, version 2.0, is now out. We got nerve stretches, optimal calorie counter calculators, a section on fasting, and a big old section on how to budget and try to get your financial life in order. All the things that I talk about all the time. It's over 100 extra pages, so get it now. Bonus, my new hot off the presses book. Needless acupuncture, self-treatment guide for 40 common conditions is finally finished. It's been uh, in the works for quite a while. Stop the hurting with no needles or meds. Your roadmap to self-treat your conditions painlessly with needless acupuncture. It's got pictures. It has descriptions. It has, of course, the conditions. And I plan to have video tutorials soon. Just go to the website and check it out. Also on the website, look on the top right. All the social media icons are right there. Whichever you like to follow me on, click that button and say hello. We just went hashtag behind the curtain, and this episode has come to an end. I hope you got the right dose for your optimal life. Please spread the word about this podcast by telling two friends, sharing on social media, and visit the show notes on adoctorsperspective.net to see all the references from today's guest. A sincere thank you in advance. You've been listening to Dr. Justin Trosclair, giving you a doctor's perspective.